The Rounder Report, Season 1, Episode 14. Hello, hello, hello. You know, I forgot my coffee. I left it over there. Do you want to go get it? Yeah, well, I'm going to go and get it. You'll excuse me a minute. I'm on uh, You press the allow button. <laughs> oh, yes. There we go. Uh, hopefully, during the proceedings, I won't need a piss. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So, there we go. The PM, the Prime Minister, is gone. Well, Long he's resigned, and it's more a case of going, going, but not quite gone yet. What a tumultuous week it was last week. Has been. Yeah. Um, so, COVID in your household, of course. No COVID for me, thankfully. No, again, you got away with it. This I find incredible. Two and a half years, no COVID. Two and a half years, no COVID. You'll excuse the uh, knocking sound, gentlemen. By the way, I've I've gone and bought myself an antibody testing kit. So I need to provide a blood sample and send it off to a um, facility where they'll check whether or not I've ever had COVID antibodies. Oh, okay. So I'm going to do that later today. You've been exposed to it. Oh, that's interesting. Let me know. Let me know. Well, we'll do. That's the plan, because I'm thinking it's yeah. almost impossible that I haven't had at least a a dose of it of some sort, even if I've only had a mild glance kind of thing. But you haven't been anywhere, have you, to be fair? Very far. You've not really been venturing into dangerous places. Well, well, neither have well, I. I went, to, <laughs> went, went to France, went to, went to Amsterdam. I've yeah. been to Dublin for a wedding. Yeah. So you'd think, at least in one of those places where there were more people than usual that I'd have picked something up but touch wood not yet thankfully yeah well, but luckily my partner is doing well she had relatively mild symptoms but she still have a bit of has a few lingering like you were saying yeah, did, you have, did, well, did you have the old coffee coffee no no the the, the, the head cold from hell Job. Head, head colds. It's the worst head cold. Fever, fever and chills for the first two days. Yeah, I've I got to tell you, when I got the last lot of Omicron, this one with the symptom of the head cold, fuck me, it is the worst. It's the head cold from hell. It is the worst. I mean, I could have tolerated all the other symptoms, including the fever, but the, the addition of the head cold from hell where sometimes I would do multi-sneezes um, to the point that if I happened to be in the upright position, I'd end up on the floor because it'd be like one sneeze would hit you before you'd finish the other. You know, and then she didn't again get, and again and again and again. She didn't get any of that. Oh, it was horrible, horrible, horrible. So anyway, while, while, just, uh, while, while uh, your, your better half was resting up, I'm the better half. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're listening to this, my dear. Uh, <laughs> there's room for words when he gets home. <laughs> um, while all that was happening, Boris has had to concede that he's no longer wanted. And, you know, how quick the polished or not so polished videos and pamphlets, glossy booklets and the like uh, of the main contenders competing to replace the deposed leader MPs, MPs not having working class friends is always a good way to get votes as per the, have you not heard that? How do you mean? There was a, um, a video that surfaced of um, Rishi Sunak oh, when, I, yeah, when he was at university oh, yes. and he was asked a whole load of questions, one being you know, what sort of friends do you have? And he said oh I have sort of most of my friends are sort of upper class and upper middle class and working class. And then you sort of pause and it's like, no, well, actually, no, I don't really have any working class friends. Or I don't know many working class people. And bear in mind, it was probably a long time ago that he said it, but it probably doesn't look so good. Who's that? I don't know. Here, here we go. This is the untimely phone call. Uh, bear with me one moment. Um... Let's see who's on the phone now. So, hello? Yes, who's calling, please? 
Right, okay, okay. Not a good time. Ah, yes, well, yes, I am aware. Yeah. No, 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 I'm in the middle of a podcast, actually. So, you're now in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, give my best to Margaret. Cheers. Bye-bye. Who's Margaret? She, she is my optician. Oh, right. Obviously, they're trying to tell me that I'm due an eye test. Another one. Another one. Didn't Every you have one last six? Oh, right. Uh, Coming a little uh, bit closer. But do you, know, do you know what? I work on the principle that if I can see with these glasses, because I've got the later prescription. We digress. Excuse me. We digress. But we digressed past. I hope the phone doesn't ring again. I mean, I am amazed this week I haven't had one of those survey calls. First week in months I've not had one. It's on holiday. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, I work on the principle now that uh, if I can see through these glasses, which I can aptly well, this is not the latest prescription. I've had a prescription since these, so these are about four years. Um, prescriptions about four years ago. Um, then I don't need to be changing them because every time you change prescription, you rely on them more and more and more until you're a complete, completely blind. Um, which, as you know, I discussed on one of the other podcasts about having to use a magnification ten times mirror as well as the glasses in order to have a shave. Which you can see I'm not doing at the moment. Well, you can't see on here. You see? There we go. Anyway. Magic of the camera. Huh? Magic of the camera. Magic of the camera. Um, uh, yes. So, yes, all those glossy booklets. So he doesn't have, uh, Rishi doesn't have any, any friends. No. Any, yeah. <laughs> he has even less now after, uh, uh, I mean, they really stuck the knife into him this week, haven't they? <laughs> oh, dear, bless him. Interesting timing um, as well, I thought, that, um, you know, as soon as they announced Boris's resignation, within less than 24 hours, Clear Starmer was cleared of all wrongdoing. Which is uh, well, they were waiting for that. Result. Oh, yes, they have been waiting oh. for it for a while. So they just happened to release it straight after the. Well, it needed like, obviously the country is oh, in a state mm. of flux. Oh, obviously, um, and clearly he didn't they, do anything they, wrong. Clearly he did. No, clearly he didn't. Well, clearly they didn't he did. Give him a, they didn't give him a, 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 a fine. But he clearly did do something wrong, and it's clearly obvious. But they just found him. Clear, clear, uh, well, clear this is only doing. because you're a Tory. No. It's, it's a bit different from the 126 fixed penalty notices he that was number 10 Downing for, Street got. So he, was, so he was caught, he was shown to have been drinking at his offices, but apparently that's... Campaign not, office, yes. Okay, campaign office. And but had a, a curry. But a, and a curry, but yes. apparently that's not against the rules. No. No, because they looked because at it. Because the police said so. They took a lot of evidence and, the and decided so. that. Because uh, the police said so. Is, uh, yes, they decided is is. Because <laughs> the police said so. Because the police said so. Okay, well there you go then. That's fine. So he's done um, nothing wrong. So there we go. But well, anyway, go. it's, it's strange, strange timing. Is well, I well, I didn't get anything strange about it at all. I, you know, I expected it. I mean. He, Coming yeah. from a Labour supporter, it's quite odd that you... Well, you're coming from a Tory supporter, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you're making those comments. Well, of course. But the bottom line is, at least, at least, he said, he said, look, if I get an on the spot, if I get a fine, I'll, I'll resign. Um, you know, which is a bit different from Boris. No, there were no parties and no rules were broken. And it turned no, no, out there were 126 rules broken. <laughs> Because there are 126 fines and about 18 parties. Ah. Anyway, he's gone. He's gone. But not quite. And there's a bunch of wannabes juggled for the top job while resorting to all sorts of tactics to hamstring their opposite numbers, like pointing out that Penny Mordaunt had accidentally got a picture or or video of of, um, Oscar, Oscar, uh, I murdered my girlfriend, Pistorius. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not really a good ad to have in your in your video. And obviously she was showing sporting clips which she should have had to have paid for. 
Well, yeah, the Paralympian asked his um, images to be removed. Yes. Didn't he? Because he said, I didn't, I didn't yes. allow this, so you need exactly. to take it Exactly. So, um, questions again regarding her judgment straight off, or those that she's well, hired. Well, PR team or whatever Her PR team, a bit rubbish. So, um, but amazing how quick everybody's been to produce these videos and glossy booklets and bits and pieces. Almost Anybody makes, think yeah. that the, you know, the, 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 the game was um, afoot well before the resignation? Which, of course, it was. Well, they were probably done a year ago, more than likely, or within a year. Uh, well, I know, obviously... Liz... Getting, getting ready for potential changes of... Uh... Well, I know Liz Truss was in the papers uh, a few months ago where she'd done some photo shoot, which was clearly a stab at the leadership or in preparation of, where she sat there with that usual smug grin. Yeah, good, um, good luck, I'm sure you're going to do um, just fine in the yeah, leadership race. With her brown, brown leathers on. Um, but there you go. Um, what did so, they call her? The Pan Shop Thatcher. Pan, th- <laughs> pan Shop, pan shop right. Thatcher. Oh my God! This is going to be an entertaining competition, isn't it? If ever there was a need for a Simon Cowell type judge to oversee it, uh, to oversee this, it's right now. Well, can we ask? Otherwise, can... we end up with a dodgy ventriloquist uh, that, that, uh, from BGT. Can we ask Simon? Or a dog act. Can we ask you very quickly then? What are the chances of a snap election? What are the chances of Labour actually coming into power? You know, do, tell you, do, you, do, you, do you think it's much more likely now than it's ever been? What for for for, for uh, Labour to return to Labour to return yes. to power. I do. There's a number of factors, I think, and it's only my humble opinion. Yeah, no, obviously, coming coming from your side um, of things. But, um, for starters, um, Corbyn was very polarising, um, didn't appeal to a large part of the, what is the middle ground, centre-left in, in, in the Labour Party. Um, that obviously, you had all those issues, anti-Semitism and what have you, dogging the... Um, the party, whereas with the Tories, it's just dogging. <laughs> Generally, that they get caught out for. Um, um, and then, obviously, on top of that, so you've had the leadership change, you've had that repair job, and then you've really the bottom line to it is you take all those to one side, including Partygate and the mess that the Tories currently find themselves in, and you've got two, two or three big determining factors, and one is. 12 years the Tories have been in government and it's hard to keep reselling the same brand when clearly now it looks like failure. Brexit is past and it's about uh, accepting what is. But even so... But a lot of Labour don't accept Brexit. A lot of, so what happens? What's well, there? don't get me wrong. There was a lot of Labour that was for Brexit. But there has um, to, but there has which to is be... partially why the Red Wall hold, vote Yeah, but happened. hold on a second. There has to be... One unifying, one unifying stance on Brexit, and so what do you think Labour's stance should be? Just accept the results and then make well, they concessions, have. They, they or have. try to they have. roll back certain no, elements. No, no, well, I think obviously that, that, that's exactly what they've said, but I don't think Brexit is the determining factor because we kind of people mentally have kind of moved on. Uh, and, and the determining factor, even in the next month or two, they'll have moved on from Partygate. Um, yeah, that'll uh, disappear. They, they enough, won't right? have moved on necessarily from the sleaze. That's going to, to leave a sour taste because there's been so much of it. So it's not just about Boris. It's it's also about those bits of poor judgment and getting rid of MPs quick enough that he he that that were guilty of wrongdoing. Whether it you know we've, we've seen. Uh, but he was foreign secretary at the time. Let's not forget. I mean, he wasn't necessarily. He might have heard of some sort of issues that were going on, but it wasn't. So yeah. when the the person that was done that was found touching other MPs, what was his name? Oh yeah, yeah. But so, but when, but apparently yes, there, but the, when there were first the alle- when there were first allegations. Boris Johnson was Foreign Secretary, not Prime Minister. No. Apparently he was informed that there was some sort of dodginess happening, but he apparently just swept it under the carpet saying yes, it's, made... not enough of a, it's not enough of an issue. No, mate, we'll he's it, a we'll bit handsy. 
Yeah, he's a oh, bit uh, And what's it? Something by what was his name? Something by name. Something by nature. Pincher. Pincher yeah. by name. Pincher. Pincher by nature. That's it. Um, so the point is, it was bad judgment, and clearly he lied about it. And clearly, the issue that's uh, forced Boris out is the fact that he was sending his ministers out. Uh, having told them he didn't know jack shit, yeah, uh, and then it turning out two days later he did know jack shit. So you know it's it's kind of it's been a build up, but I think even that'll pass it in shorter. But you know there'll be an overhang of it because the fact of the matter is once again uh, the Tory party has been dogged by sleaze allegations. However, the most important factor as to why I expect a return of a Labour government. It's 12 years down the line, 12 years from austerity, the beginning of austerity, uh, 12 years down the line. We now have a serious, um, very serious cost of living crisis that has not yet even been addressed properly by the Tory party, the government. And the, the issue with that is, is because whilst all this uh, self-annihilation has been going on within the Tory government, over Boris's what's stewardship. Labour's, what's Labour's record on the economy? Well, no, 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 we're not talking about Labour. The, the point is, is what makes people thirst for change. Change, yeah. And uh, you know, and and don't get me wrong. No matter what you, the, the the Tories might say, under Tony Blair, um, uh, employment went down. Uh, unemployment went down. The uh, social social mobility. Improved massively. He brought in uh, the Decent Homes Initiative. He brought in the minimum wage. There was a whole bundle of things that were done. And, and, and you know, so historically, and the Labour Party and he, and he, do have he, some very strong things, he, like the, NH, the NHS in 1945. And he they have some it. strong things. And he killed the load of Iraqis. Look, you know... Of, that did for him, and it did for the Labour, and it's done for them for the last 12 years. But, of course, times change. People move on, and they thirst for something new. And the reality is, is what's ever-present at the moment, and what is going to be ever-present as we hit autumn, whilst there's been this massive time of reflection and, and bloodletting within the Tory government with each other, is going to be the fact that suddenly... People are losing their jobs. Suddenly, people can't heat their home because the base price, the this cap uh, for the energy price, they reckon it's going to be around three thousand two hundred. But there's nothing. Uh, so there's, all these things, food prices. There I mean, is, talking, but there is nothing any government can do about it. Ultimately, that's not the point. No, of course, it's the point. No, it isn't because it doesn't the vast matter. Majority it does, of voters. It, it doesn't don't. matter which government comes in, whether it's a continuation of Conservatives or the Labour Party, they will have to contend with the worst economic situation that we've Correct. faced for potentially 70 or 80 years. I agree. So, But then cast your mind back to, to well, you weren't, weren't really around uh, at that time, or certainly uh, would have been very young, during the mid-1970s, where you had uh, Heath disappear, Callaghan didn't last long, um, you had quite a lot of chopping and changing, and, and principally because um, the thirst of the electorate will be to seek change because they think it will make a difference. Yeah. But I take your point. The, the harsh reality is uh, it is unlikely that, it, that, that, that anybody individually can make a difference. The argument will be whether the, the, the current leadership contest and the thirst by the contenders of this leadership contest that we could discuss it today, to outwit each other, are going to offer up uh, ever more ludicrous tax cuts that, in the uh, in the scheme of things, very short are even more yeah. dangerous for the economy because of spiking inflation further and sending us into to what could be uh, a, a really uncontrollable spiral of infl inflation wage demands and all the rest of it. And Simply the UK, by and the, the UK, fact that they're but throwing the, fuel on the fire the, trying yeah, to But the UK attention. the UK's been hit worst out of the whole of Europe so far. Yes. When it when it comes yes, to Yes, it'll have the poorest situation. growth next year out in the entirety of Europe other than Russia. No, because Russia's doing just fine. 
Well, I, I'm you, talking to you, the, according you, to the statistics, so statisticians. Can't get my teeth around that. Maybe I should get my money back from the dentist visit last week. But that's the point. My point is, I think the, the electoral seat change, and you will cast your mind back to uh, the last Labour government. I'm voting Lib Dem, by the way, I've um, decided. Well, there you go. See, mass, put your political nail your political colours to the mast. You never know; they might get an extra seat. <laughs> Make it fifty. Yeah, better than the six they've got. Anyway, um, the, the 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 big issue, and you know how how it works. They'll have this leadership election, which will be a lot of bloodletting. Although already they've kind of seen the propensity for this and they don't want Boris sitting there in number 10 any longer than... Is it September the 5th? That... So, yes, but of course in the next seven days they'll have whittled it down to just two. So they've made the benchmark for uh, nominations. You've got to have 20 MPs nominate yeah. you, which could mean that at the end of today when the nominations close that Sajid Javid, for example, is already out of the mix because he only had 13 yesterday. And when does Parliament close for the, for the summer session? That must be happening soon. Well, yes, it happens in the next week or two, I believe. Right. It's in July, so it's this month. So, until September. And, of course, they open on September the 5th, which is when they'll be able to announce the new leader. So, my point is this. They've got this... Uh, by next week, we'll have whittled it down to two. Then it goes to the hustings and goes out to the, uh, you know, and, and on September the 5th, they'll have, by then they'll have a result of which one is going to be the new leader. Now, my question is this. Well, my point is this. Firstly, the new leader, if they hang about too long without an election, the electorate, as they did with Gordon Brown, will deem that they are there but they, the, the vast majority of the electorate didn't, didn't vote actually for vote for them. Yeah. And the longer that leader waits to have an election, the worse that situation is going to get for them. So I, I expect an election by next May. Um, it could be a snap election in October, November of this year. Because I think the new leader will want to try and capitalise uh, quickly. However... Because I think the bottom line to this is the Tory party, the longer it goes on over the winter, the greater the chance the Tory party will be kicked out of office. And that's because over the winter, uh, we will start to see the worst outcomes from the uh, cost of living crisis, because obviously there'll be winter fuel bills involved. There'll be further inflationary rises in terms of uh, food prices and, and what have you. So, uh, you know, as time goes on, this is only going to get worse. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see an election this side of Christmas because that's the best hope the Tories have got of winning. You said next Christmas. No, this Christmas. But they you might leave it said, till you May. You said by May. By, yeah. They might leave it till May, but I would very much doubt it because the longer they leave it, the greater the chance that they will lose for those two reasons. Time and the cost of living crisis. You know, time of a new leader being in situ without having the electorate cast an eye. Um, so, obviously, they're trying to avoid, because obviously the longer the competition goes on, um, the worse, the worse the, the, it looks for them, because, of course, you can see all this bloodletting publicly. Has already begun. So who have we got in terms of the competitors? Let's read through the list, shall we? So we've got Tom Tugendhat, Nadine, as I call him, who are we? And Nazit Nadine Zahawi, Rishi Sunak, Sajid Javid, Jeremy Hunt, Penny Mordant, Grant Chaps, um, a couple I've never heard of. Uh, and after the next day or so, we'll probably will never hear of again, which is... Uh, Sorry, Kevin Badenoch, whoever you are. Remen Kisti and Suella Braverman, which you mentioned earlier you had heard of. And, of course, uh, in the middle, Liz Truss, who'd look more at home in an episode, of course, of Wallace and Gromit than as leader of uh, the Tory party. I mean, I can't imagine her being in charge. I think I find the prospect... I'm not sure whether I find it funny or 
comical or frightening. It's just, yeah, but there we go. I don't, I, I don't think the electorate. The problem, and of course, I almost forgot, pretty, pretty I can't quite make my mind up, Patel. Um, because obviously, she's, I don't know whether she's made her mind up uh, overnight. Um, I guess she was thinking about it because uh, she has the likability factor, let's face it, of uh, an unlanced boil. Um, so I, I don't know about you, who would you have run our country? Because out of that list, I'm not so sure that I'd have them run my bath, never mind a country. Of all of them, it has to be Mordant for me. Uh, what, what, I can't what, imagine anyone else, to be honest. What, 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 why, what, what, um, what makes her more well, like She seems to the be others. the cleanest out of a lot of them, essentially. Doesn't really, doesn't take too much of the spotlight, hasn't made any extreme comments thus far, seems to have a quite stable outlook, generally. How was she involved in the, 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 the this... The, the government in the last two years. What's been her role? I don't know. What's she been up to? I've no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested because, um, you know, what's her position? What's her position? <laughs> I don't know what her position. Is she in the cabinet? I can't she remember. She is in the cabinet. She is in the cabinet. Um, she's not minister for Brexit opportunities. No, that was um, Jacob Brees Smug. Yeah, um, my phone and uh, uh, who else has there been? Um, and and uh, uh, I can't remember what she did. There you go. You see, that's that's a problem because she, it doesn't jump out at me. Whereas the others, state I state for trade for the United Kingdom, right? Minister okay, of state, Minister of State for trade. Yeah, and boy, is it in a state. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not, exa- not exactly her doing. So. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but you know what I mean. Is is unfortunately she wears the title and has to wear some of the blame. Um, that's how it works. Um, but the problem I've got, of course, uh, and this was actually pointed out by one of the Tories um, being interviewed on the news last night, is that anybody who's kind of propped up Boris in the cabinet uh, in these runners and riders over the last few months and in complete denial that there was ever a problem and giving him their support and trundling out, you know, in front of uh, different programmes going, oh, no, no, you know, he's he's done all of this wonderful stuff, you know, he's delivered the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I kind of tainted because it, it looks as though it's like, oh, yes, yeah, all very well now he's gone that you're all wanting to be a leader. But hang on a minute, you're all kind of mm, tainted yeah, well, by also, what's gone on. They also have self-interest, um, don't they? I mean, yeah, in order um, to keep their position, they had to remain loyal to the, to the cabinet. If they didn't, they're likely to lose their jobs. You know, you can't, you can't dismiss them for wanting to keep their position. Oh, you can't once dismiss became, them for their lack of principle. Once, you know? No, once it became untenable, then obviously I understand that sort of it's time to go. But they sort of held on for as long as they felt yeah. suitable. And then when it was no longer suitable, they were like, I'm off. And the only one really who hasn't kind of been sullied by that, of course, is Jeremy Hunt. Really? Jeremy, no. Jeremy, I look like Stan Laurel Hunt. No, let's not forget what he did to the NHS. Essentially well, yes, it was in the last government. It doesn't matter which government it's in. He won't <laughs> I mean, be, they've all got history. He won't be forgotten for his um, no. for his incompetence. No. Exactly. So he's not getting any kind of yeah. And position his, And his surname is just is you know. It's Again, interesting how many Labour leaning <laughs> news corp news agencies mispronounced his name on so accidentally on several occasions. Purpose. Yes, uh, I saw. You have, one. To, you have to wonder yeah. about that. Yeah. It's not that difficult to say Hunt as opposed to something else. Yes, well, somebody actually did call him Jeremy Hunt. <laughs> but it's On awful, Sky, though. I believe. It's incredib- incredibly disrespectful. Um, it, it is. Regardless of whether or not you find it funny or not, it's, still, <laughs> it's awful. It's an awful thing to do. It is a bit naughty. It's a bit naughty. But you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's um, by the very token of the way these politicians often carry on. 
uh, of course, they, they, they leave themselves well open to it. So you think Penny Mordaunt? Um, For no other reason that she seems to be the worst, less the best a, no, she of a bad bunch. The, the person who's least in the public eye, least being caught out for doing stupidity. So, you know, if you, if you need someone stable <laughs> to run the ship... It's a bit, it's a bit, it's know. a bit awkward, isn't it? You it's, know it's, I mean? it's good metrics. Yeah. Come no, back, I'm... Simon Cowell. Hit the golden buzzer. No, no golden buzzer. We've got the dog out. <laughs> no. Another woman. Hey? Another woman, Prime Minister. Yes, well. Number three. Yeah, no, but the last two didn't go down well, did they? <laughs> Certainly the last one. The, yeah, but the, the last one was a disaster. She must be, she must, bless her. Theresa May must be quite happy because yeah, she's sure she now is. no longer holding the record for the shortest premiership. <laughs> it's, she's been beaten by Boris. She outlasted him. And Boris did far more in his short premiership than May ever did, so uh, there we go. Yes, had far more parties. Yeah, and uh, he got Brexit done. To get Brexit done. Well, there you go. Got then. it done in no. The, you know, the, he got it done in name only. It's not I mean done. Name only. It's not done. It's a bloody mess. You've I'm got pretty the, sure we're not in Europe anymore. So, therefore, well, you, yeah, there, but look at that. Therefore, he succeeded. No. Well, well, how, well how do you measure what, success? What did, what, did, what did Theresa May do? Oh, well, absolutely nothing. Oh, she was hopeless. Well, hopeless. so she outlasted him, but did nothing. She was dreadful. Boris might have had a shorter... But they're all dreadful. ...shorter term, but he's I mean, actually God, achieved something. The good God, Cameron only had the vote because he thought he was going to win. And it's all right, don't worry about it. We're going to win the referendum. But had no plan... We did win for the ...for if he lost. No, but he was a Remainer. He had no plan for if they lost. And we then allowed somebody into number 10. Who? Who? Clearly... Right, who was involved with the three hundred and fifty million pound a week thing on the side of the big red bus to the NHS was clearly tainted as a liar before he even set foot in number ten. So I'm afraid, unfortunately, we are where we are with this absolute diabolical mess um, at the moment with with the, with the government um, because. Of, of the inner workings of the Tory party not being able to, to find a suitable candidate to lead them. And look at this bunch. What a bunch. I mean, really? Come on. I mean, 11 of them by last night. I mean, I've just, it's like, the only one I can't see in there who's probably the, would have been the best candidate is Larry the fucking cat. Why don't you name five Labour MPs that you think would make a good Prime Minister? Let's all have a good well, laugh. Okay, uh, well, we're not, they're not in government at the moment. That's and, not the point. You um, still have an opinion, don't you? Um, I do. I see there's top, one. Top three. Um, Emily Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. Emily I know you're Thornberry. a bit of a big girl, Emily. Emily but Thornberry. I like you. Okay, that's Emily one. Thornberry. Um, that, that's that's going to happen. Who else have you got? Um, well, she would be in the cabinet. She would be in the cabinet. You know? <laughs> okay. Not just knocking back the contents of the cabinet. Okay. Uh, uh, Emily Thornberry, who's next? Uh, well, I've got... Uh, I'm, I'm, Starmer, I'm, obviously, because he's a... Starmer, you know, look, you know, the one thing that I will say about Starmer... Everyone likes a wet blanket. Who's uh, next? I don't like it the way he combs his hair. Um... <laughs> Because that makes a good prime minister. So I, I just well, that's to, that just strikes me. He's got dandruff. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I don't have a problem with boring, and I do like the fact that he has had uh, another successful career outside of politics before becoming leader. So there's, there's a couple of pluses okay. there. But I mean, don't get me wrong. So that's two. I'm not. Yeah, we, we, yeah, God, God, mate, you're right. I'm, I do struggle. Where it comes to any of them, this is the problem. It quite scares me that we have a lack of potential statesmen. So you're voting in Lib the country too, then? Everyone's voting Lib Dem. Uh, well, I, just just say yes, and we'll. No, 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 and we'll I, close I, I, for the day. I'm not so sure I can 
bring myself to vote for Lib Dem either. But I'll carry on voting Labour. Why? Because because they have the opportunity, <laughs> a me. greater opportunity. That's it. I've Excuse got me. COVID. It's all over. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they have the best op- opportunity of taking power. Uh, you know, becoming forming the next government. Um, so you know, uh, the problem with the liberal. De- I mean, it's not. It's like voting green, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but at least the Lib Dems showed power at one point. And they still only got the one seat in Brighton, the Greens. Yeah, yeah. they always get the one seat. If I moved to Brighton, I'd vote Green. Because it's the only choice you've really got there. It's Green or nothing, especially in the local elections, right? Mm. But, you know... Yeah, I think there's such a dreadful lack of, don't know, statesman-like figures in politics presently. I well, mean, then you get into politics. Uh, I mean, really, would you... No, no offence, Sajid, but would you really want Sajid Javid or, or, no. or as, as Prime Minister? Uh, Liz Truss? Absolutely not. No, I mean, it just turns my... The thought of it turns my stomach. Um, you know, I can almost see Larry the Clap marching off down Downing Street if Liz Truss becomes PM and just going, that's it then. Fucking sort your own mice problem out. But you know what? She can't, if she were to become PM, I'd allow her as long as long as she wasn't able to communicate with any sort of Russian officials at all, ever. And then at least it keeps our security a bit safer. Well, of course, as I did point out this. Quite some time ago in one of the episodes is that, uh, you know, uh, Liz Truss, her capability in terms of diplomacy uh, is so bad, is so bad that you could almost excuse for a a country for starting a bombing campaign once she's opened her mouth. You know what it is? It's unfortunately like there, there are certain people who are willing to throw a punch, but would never be willing to take one back in retaliation. That's what she reminds me of. She, she'd be willing to throw a punch, but because she doesn't understand what consequences are, if someone punched her back, you know, she'd cry and run to the police. Even of. though she looks as though she's been punched in the mouth. It's one of those. She, she has no she has no understanding. See, of you don't think you don't think Grant Shapps has got a, a, a cat now. <laughs> He's been housing minister, did nothing. Labour min- uh, transport. transport minister has done nothing. He's been minister for transport. Yeah, how, how's transport doing? How many oh, how many dear, unions dear. have how so many unions got, have striked over the past? So three we've months? got Sajid. I always resign at the drop of hat of hat. Javid, Nadine Harway. Don't know who that is. Uh, Nadine I still don't know. Uh, well, he's, he's the guy that, that uh, after uh, I know he's a Rishi... popular businessman. After Rishi Sunak resigned as Chancellor, uh, denies that he uh, near blackmailed Boris into giving him the job. And then once having got the job, also denies that on his own notepaper, he then told the Prime Minister to resign. <laughs> I mean, really... <laughs> for anyone of you uh, who's uh, running over the normal half an hour limit that you, you like to listen to these things, well, tough shit. Um, we're ram- ram- rambling on a bit today because when we're done, we're done. <laughs> well, that'll be, it'll be in a minute or two, I guess. But hey, I mean, God, what a, what a, what a bunch. It, I mean. And this is scary because... They'll whittle it down quickly to two. By the beginning of next week, there'll only be two runners and riders. But the point is, how each of those will be in terms of electability by the country at large? Look, ultimately, That's the get, question. Are they going the, too quick because they're frightened of the fallout? We get the government we deserve. It's as simple as that. It really you, is as simple as that. Do you think we really deserve it? The, we the, are deserving the, the, of this... The, we're that bad we are. that we deserve shit. Absolutely. This is the ultimate reality. It's the ultimate reality. Well, I do question how we've managed to... I mean... It's the ending, it's the, it's the slow burn end of whatever 
internal and external power we have. You look at the US and the drama that's going on there. You look at... Well, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, Boris has behaved like Donald Trump. Mr. Denial himself. I mean, let's be about right. I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about the current administration. It's a disaster. You look at the. You look well, at what's American, happening. Unfortunately, in American politics. I mean, we could spend hours delving not, into American politics. America. It's um, Canada. It's Canada's, a, Canada's a disaster. France is a disaster. Italy's a disaster. Well, it's all a disaster. No, it's particularly bad now. You look at the Netherlands. Well, is a yeah. disaster. Yeah. The UK is going down the toilet. Yeah. You know, so many Sorry. countries you can turn to. Going, going, gone down the toilet. Look at Australia, you look at New Zealand. I certainly not look at Australia. Look at Australia, you look at New Zealand. You know, look what happened in Sri Lanka over the past few days. You saw the Prime Minister and President running onto a military boat, you know, probably with, with suitcases filled with cash, fleeing, because obviously the people have decided that they had enough. It won't be long before something like that happens here, maybe even in the US. You know, you can't um, you can't fleece a population for so long, and essentially and get for, away with it, for and essentially long. force them into destitution, hunger, bordering on famine. You know, without a hope. Well, you know, and then what do they do? They don't, don't resolve the issue. They run away. They run away with all the money that they stole. And it's right that mm. the people went and took the palace. It's right that the people went and burnt mm. down the Prime Minister's home, because they had enough. But I don't think we're bordering on famine here, not looking at no. some of the people around here in Hackney. But yeah. there, there, there will be a point where you'll see, you know... Most of them are bordering and not being able to get out of their own front doors at that large. <laughs> it's a, it's a, well, it's, that's another issue, I guess. Yeah. But things aren't looking good for the Western world in general, I would say. Well, we go through these periods. It's, 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 it's just... It's just Historic cycles. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty to bleat about if you look look back in history. There's, you know, the, 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 our democracy and others, other countries is littered with failure. Absolutely littered with it. When um, was the last time we've had this sort of perfect storm of disaster bubbling? You know, we have war on our doorstep. We have the worst set of economic data that well, we've I seen. Well, I would say in the 1940s. Um, yeah, look what happened. You know, you know, let's hope we don't get to that. Nineteen seventies was was dogged by financial uh, instability. Um, you had obviously in between the Second World War and the nineteen seventies, you had the Suez Crisis. I mean, it's just been one long litany of bollocks, really. Let's be about right. Before that, obviously, you had Stanley Baldwin. You had uh, you know in between the wars. Um, you know the general strike, the Great Dep- and the Depression. Uh, before that, you had the First World War. I mean, let's be about right. You 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 could pick any period of history, and there is plenty to to look at and go, oh God, what a catastrophic mess. Um, and and it's obviously it's hard to see how things are improving when you look out there, especially in today's modern world of of, of media, and 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 not. Be uh, you know feel some despair uh, for the state of the world um, um, because unfortunately, it, and I've touched on this before, it, it's, it's cyclical um, a lot of it. But the point is, and uh, you know, I made this point once before. Uh, unfortunately, by perpetuity of individuals wanting to hold power over others and and, and um, you know become whether it's prime minister president or whatever a role uh, it takes a degree of narcissism and greed and all sorts of other rather unsavory uh, psychological characteristics so you're always unfortunately uh, angling towards ending up something with something that is rather undesirable um, uh, you know, because it's 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 kind of leaning that way. By your logic, the issue is democracy. Um, but the issue isn't democracy. It's the issue is how our democracy functions. Correct. Uh, with America's democracy, it doesn't function. It's too polarised. Um, I I think what we need to see more of is, is proportional representation. 
Um, I don't wouldn't want a presidential system. I would want many heads in Parliament uh, with very fixed income, uh, incomes, no bloody expenses, uh, from all varieties of life. So, in other words, you wouldn't be able to be a professional politician and you would be speaking very much on behalf of the people elected as a, as a proportion of the electorate. So you wldn't have this kind of... Uh, don't get me wrong, it, it makes a, more things more difficult, there's a but problem, many heads. There's a big problem that you have with, with that, however. I spoke to uh, a politician from a different country recently who I put this forward to him as well. I said, look, why can't you have a system whereby members of parliament who come in are on a lowered wage but then have a bumper pension on the way out? Yeah. And what he essentially said is... As with, all, as with all services, doesn't matter where you are, you get what you pay for. So he argued that essentially it would make more sense to actually hire, MP, to hire MPs who are professionally trained on a much higher wage, but who are also much yeah. more accountable I mean, look, to their on. actions. What amazes me is in one minute you've got Sajid Javid running the health department Before that, he was Chancellor. I mean, really? It's just, in what world where you would be the financial director of a company one week and then running a, hosp a bunch of hospitals the next? Yeah, what makes you qualified to do that? Hello. That's the question. That is a really big question. What's your qualification to enter this job? Correct. Under this, I would under like this situation? To, I'd like to see him politician. I don't like these career pro politicians because uh, the, the problem is it becomes skewed. What I'd like to see is someone say, who brings some experience to the table from another field. It doesn't happen. I do believe that MPs should be... But, but, I mean, we, we're happy to pay footballers half a million pounds a bloody week. Now, I'm not suggesting we pay MPs but and ministers that kind really of money. Well. Um, <laughs> they didn't come from cricket. Hello. They don't do... But yeah, exactly. Right, they won't cricketers. Our bonds do parliament yeah. really badly. Um, but what I would say... Is pay them a bloody good wage, uh, maybe less of them, because in a proportional system you, you perhaps wouldn't need quite so many. But have them suitably and, qualified. And make them sure that they are sort of different, different backgrounds, so suitably qualified in different areas. Um, so you'd want people running the health service that had experience in, in medicine and doctoring, you know, etc. And the bottom line to it is you'd pay them sufficiently well and they would not be able to have these ridiculous expenses for building barns, having £200 or £5,000 a roll wallpaper. Or, you, or you, take um, you take expenses out of the situation altogether. Exactly. So one you know, salary, you, you choose you know, how to use it as Buy you your wish, own fucking it. sandwiches. There'll be no uh, none of this moats and duck houses and, and the like to, to uh, claim on expenses. That'd be it. Here you are, you paid 100 grand a year, you sort yourself out. And everything else is off, off limit. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you want smoked salmon sandwiches for your lunch, well, you bloody well pay for them. You know, you're there to do a job because in any other walk of life, that's how it goes down. Um, well, and it's and a public service, let's not forget. What you're doing is for the public good. That exactly. Should, essentially, I mean, apart from the monetary compensation, exactly. that should be... That no, should be enough no, of a reward. You no, um, you know, uh, the political campaigns tightly controlled. So each, uh, you know, everything was was fair and plain right across the board. But in a proportional system where you'd be representing, so you wouldn't have parties trying to control things for the party. Everything would be about being doing good for the country. You know, um, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, this is largely the polit uh, problem. At the end of the day, lining each other's po at pockets. At the end of the day, there's no MP that will ever vote for proportional representation because it doesn't benefit them. Ultimately, that's the problem. Well, yes, it is. It's quite. We had this. This was a discussion. I think back in the eighties, uh, proportional representation, and it's uh, periodically it's come up. But you're right, when push comes to shove, the government in Never power happens. don't want to, to, because they don't want to be out of power. And that's why we need it, for that very reason. 
is why we need it. Right, well, we need on, a change on, on the few points that we agree approach. on. Proportional you know. representation, I think, would definitely yeah even the even the uh, the school board exactly. I mean, look where we are with this this current government and this current party, and and there's plenty we could say about the Labour Party taking donations uh, from unions and what have you. How that kind of skews things. Equally, the the very fact that the Tory Party has been taking millions from some of these Russian oligarchs is appalling. It it is. Wrong. That's across the board. That's not well, only Conservative. Oh, I'm sure you're. That's, that's, I'm sure you're quite right. I mean, uh, there's. I noticed today. Listen, what we um, should. What we should say. About, remember about, Tony Blair and Bernie Eccleston. What we should say Bernie about Bernie Eccleston's what, what, um, being what, done for fraud at the moment. Allegedly. Well, no, he is being done. Allegedly. He's being charged. Charged, but they have. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. There was no proof presented just yet, so it's no, just yet, Yeah, so um, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but even though the... you said you'd take a bullet for Vladimir Putin. Um... Look, once it comes to the, <laughs> the property market in the UK, it wouldn't be where it is without oligarchs. Our oh, economy, yes, well, that's a eco- disaster. No, 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 no. Well, it's a disaster that half the people in the UK can't afford their own home. The and that home ownership market, is at its lowest ebb for God knows how long. The property market would have been in the toilet without the likes yeah, of well, every now and Russian, then it needs to be. Russian, uh, ex-Soviet Union, Chinese and Arabic migrants. Yes, well, sometimes Our economy would be in yeah. the toilet without Well, them. I'm sorry, but... Not uh, only that, but also very, very large uh, property sales... We're talking office buildings, hotels, large industrial sites. They've kept the economy going, whether you like it or not. Well, well, uh, look, we uh, might have taken dirty money, but without it, we would have been in a worse position today ooh, than we were 20 years ago. That is an absolute... That's not that's a good a, advert. It's, uh, it's, it's not it's, a good reason a to be taking dirty money. It's a fact. You know, London, London is one of the most corrupt places on the planet. Yes, and unfortunately now we're going to be paying the price for that. Potentially. Exactly. There's my point. Anyway, so Let's there's plenty we do agree on. Time to wrap it up. So whatever your thoughts are, mostly we none of you have got a fucking choice. We've just got to sit on the sidelines and watch this charade. Uh, this sort of, how can I say, poor, poor substitute for Britain's Got Talent <laughs> over the summer. Um, as in uh, this situation, it's more like... Britain's got no talent, uh, and see what we end up with on, on September the 5th. And on that note, it leads me, of course, to the quote of the day. Robert Byrne. Democracy is being allowed to vote for the candidate you dislike the least. <laughs> and on that note, have a great day.